Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Matt. Hello. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ooh, reverb. You got that wah wah pedal. What uh? What are we doing? Uh, the Gamers Two podcast for the week of November sixteenth. Yep, it's about know. right. It's once again two days later. Yeah, once again we're two days late. It's totally not the eighteenth, and just ignore everything we say at this point. Uh, you can listen. You can start listening. Just fast forward. 30 seconds. But we'll, once we'll again, there. in a weird coincidence, like more, the majority of the news dropped Friday or later. I feel yeah, like. quite, quite a bit of stuff dropped on Friday. I don't think anything dropped yesterday. Um, but luckily, next week, it's going to be our Black Friday recap episode where we listen to Matt's horror story from Thursday. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. And I'm sure we'll have a story from the Wednesday night setup because those <clears throat> didn't result in us almost breaking each other's faces two years ago. Okay, you'll appreciate this. I always appreciate a good story. In a strange move, we Un- unprecedented, unprecedented move. All right then, we pre-filled the video game shippers. What <laughs> pre-filled them? You pre-filled what? What to the brim? Wow, I'm <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. We it's kind of funny because myself and another coworker uh, who will go unnamed. We sat there for a solid like five minutes just talking about how like crazy the act of pre-filling the video game shippers was. We were like, this is going to change everything. Like, <laughs> this is a g- I don't have to set up electronics till 4 a.m. now. I'm not getting rushed out of the store at the end of it. Yeah. Which is what happened two years ago. My last, my last one setting up with you, we were like getting not pushed out of the store, but uh, our lead was coming around being like, guys. Like, come on. And we're like, yeah. I still have at least two hours of work I could do here. Triage. I guess I'll wing it. But whatever. We triage and always ran a successful weekend because we're yeah. the best. Period. The best around. Strike. Nothing that I'm going to keep me <laughs> down. Anyway. So, yeah, normally this is nerd stuff and not our retail horror stories, but they kind of go hand in hand. I kind of do. They do a, a lot. Yeah. Our experience from both is really good. That being said, what uh, what have you been up to since now, last Sunday? It's still a seven-day window. Um, Did I finish right that last week? No. You had meant to, didn't, got caught up with stuff. Finished Red Dead. Um, it's good, obviously. Yeah. Game we'll of the year. Talk about it later. 
Uh, currently like for you, week, we'll probably talk about it. I'm assuming the finishing of it. Yeah. Uh, e- maybe next week. Might I be think, the week after. I don't. Know. I. Well, you'll see how long six depends. takes me with six is long. Yeah, that's the thing. It'll. It'll. If we record on Friday, it probably won't be done. The epilogue, because the epilogue's cut into two parts, right. can also be can also be long, yeah, depending so. on how you play it. I'm I'm gonna say it's probably still gonna be two more episodes before yeah, I can you, I can go full deep dive on yeah, the whole thing. You're playing other stuff too, so yeah. I've, I I am a uh, jack of all trades. I'm a, I dabble in many I, a thing, many a women. I, never mind. I, I line them up and knock them down. You uh, I, I you sample, have all your tentacles in all the places. Yeah, I sample a different flavor every every few days. Like, ooh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of dessert, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. I shovel. Never mind. Every, every, <laughs> every now and then I taste something. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to eat I'm gonna eat some more of that. And then I just kind of get lost for a bit. Take uh, it how you want it. Anyway. So I finished Red Dead, made the conscious decision not to go too nuts with doing all the nitty gritty. Um. So are you done until online? Yeah, I'm done until online. I'm not going to go through and do the side stuff I haven't done or do all the hunting stuff. Like, I just... I think I might do some of the side stuff, but I'm not going to do that. Like, I probably won't... I won't purposely seek out the hunting stuff. Yeah. But some of the side stories, maybe I'll go see. Like, if if I can see them on the map, I'm not going to go, like, ride around and look for them. But if I see them already that I haven't finished, that I Mm -hmm. already have, like, triggered, maybe. Um, If I don't do that before I finish the story. Yeah. Left, uh, you know, like I said earlier, left the original map unexplored for online. Um, went back to Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon. Oh, that was that for a second, I went oh, to no, zero. No, I went to sorry. Zero Dawn. I was like, you, what, "Did you go back for the DLC?" <laughs> uh, I would replay. It was a good game. Um, I, 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 it was a good game. I just have a weird thing with replaying games. The you know, re re reaffirmed the fact that the game despises me. Yeah, I I figured I you had finished did a little when, bit of research on that topic too. When so. you had snapped me, um, Forza stuff, I was like, oh, he must have finished Red Dead because I didn't know why else you would be playing Forza at that point. Yeah. I didn't want to annoy you, but I briefly thought about sending you every single one of my spins because. Oh, I'm, are you kidding me? You would not. You know, some of the shit I get sent wouldn't have annoyed me at all. I would have understand what you were doing. Other like, stuff I get sent, and I'm like, "What am I looking at?" <laughs> Essentially, which the, is don't get me wrong, how I snap people. Yeah, it's they don't know what whatever. they're looking at, but still, um, the example spins I sent you. Essentially, the entire time I played, that's what it was. Cosmetics so I won, all like, day. One or two cars, but one of them was I don't even remember. One of them was a fucking Honda Civic. Yeah, like what am I gonna do with a Honda Civic? Anyways. Um, I went online, did a little Reddit research to see if like other people are having that issue. Uh-huh. And essentially, yes, other people are having that issue, but it's not an issue for them because it's I'm looking at the the subreddit for the game, right? So all the people basically were like, "Oh yeah, it sucks," but like once you won all of the clothing, you know, you you won't get that in your spins anymore, right? Because you can't. Who the fuck plays the game that much? Yeah. That's my response to that. It's all the guys that are like ranked 900 and you're like, yeah, exactly. excuse me? So I'm going to suffer through that probably for a little bit. Um, On the plus side, you might be done with that faster 
than everybody else, <laughs> and you might just keep getting cars at that point. Uh, that that'll be the time where you really blow past me is when you've like my first forty five wheel spins were nothing but closing the entire yeah. time, and I'm done. Moving on. Well, I kind of went through like uh, the stages of grief, sort of, because I was like, yeah, ah, this sucks, and then whatever. And then Are blah, we blah, at blah. acceptance? Well, the acceptance is the fact that like I I've, I'm like you know what I have good cars and like I the the catalog of cars I have will get me through all the races that I need to do. So and I like them. I I at least like one of every type, you know. So whatever. And money is whatever. Like you know, when I have some, I'll buy something. If I don't, usually I don't. usually when I have money, I go looking at what the house costs are. To get like the super wheel spins out of them or something yeah. like that. That's usually where I go. My next house, I think, is the uh, one point five million one. Yeah, I don't. I'm never gonna have that much money. I don't even have like. I bought two houses. I'm, I'm two barely. Of the cheaper ones. I'm barely over a million right now. I might yeah. go buy. My total winnings are like three million or something. I don't even think I'm like remotely close to anything like that. But um, I don't know. It's just the stats that keep popping up whenever I load something. Uh. Doing the normal routine for animes, sword art, uh, Goblin Slayer, uh, fucking bunny, fucking senpai, rascal. Oh, yeah. The f- They're all good. Samantha got sucked into the bunny rascal one because the characters are like really funny to watch bicker. Oh. Um, Not for the sweet else? title. No, that title's like confusing as fuck. Um, that title is so Japan. It, it really is. It's like Wicked Japan. I actually have a one of my. You know how we we're doing the anime uh, Forza car skins? Or yeah, 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 yeah. One of mine is a Goblin Slayer. Nice anime. It's got the Goblin Slayer on the side of it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I love that we have just agreed <laughs> that like passively, whenever one of us has a chance to race a car, I've I've gone through on some of them. Like I I will load in every car mm-hmm. and then put a, a skin over it and then just keep going down the cycle. Like when I'm bored or something. Yeah. I just put an anime one on my uh, Viper, not my Viper, um, the Aston Martin uh, Vanquish or the, yeah, the Vantage Vanquish. or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, Vanquish or whatever. It is. Yeah, I put one on there. Vulcan? Yeah, and no, not the not the souped up one, the Vanquish. Yeah, not the Vulcan. The Zonda. When, when you see me riding around in that thing, if you ever come across it, you're going to be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, animated. The Zonda is the one car that I've can't seem to find an anime skin for but i have found the obnoxious all go- shiny gold skin so oh, like the God. whole thing is just, just that gloss gold oh. like polished gold um anyways where was i uh dude i watched the kevin costner robin hood the other day on netflix oh wow that movie not gonna say it's a good movie because it's not the concepts in it are surprisingly um, modern. Okay. I guess. Like the whole like equality issues things. Oh, and yeah. And like very timely for like all the crap going on nowadays. Mm-hmm. Thought that was interesting. Um, Especially with the new Robin Hood coming out. <laughs> looks like shit. Um, what else have I done? That's about it. I've been really pondering. The only other thing is I've really been pondering getting Fallout, but. Uh, that's more of, I don't know, thoughts. I've I've pushed away for right now. I'm not. Yeah. I most people have, and that's why. If if anyone was interested, I would get it. Um, 
but no one seems to be interested, so I'm on the fence. Like, I know I would enjoy it because it's all lore, like all like terminal lore. Yeah. But, you know, a big part of it's the multiplayer. So. Yeah. It, it being a, a heavily multiplayer experience with that terminal stuff is like, eh, <laughs> and I don't think I'm going to have a problem with games till like June. So I don't know that I need to throw another one into that fire. Yeah, I just have my. I don't know. The I've more got, I look at it, my list is kind of like uh, smaller than I would think. Yeah, I think I think we could probably fix that if we started reminding ourselves. But anyway, um, yeah. So my forts I played a little bit today. Uh, I think I had three or four wheel spins. All but one of them were clothing items, and I think one like emote celebration thing. I only got one car, so I feel your pain. <laughs> and it wasn't a good car, but it was a car. Yeah. Uh, then played some FM, played a little bit further into that. There's nothing nothing really to report. We haven't had a, a big session. Yeah. About four hours, I think. Uh, played some more Civ, streamed some Civ last night. You and Todd, right? Yeah. Started a new game because we forgot we had the old game. Yeah. I don't know. How you we do had that. the one save where I was killing Russia. Now I have the save where I'm playing as Russia because we couldn't remember if we had the other save. Um, but we didn't bother to look at if we had the save. We just started, started a new game. So we got two games to finish at some point. Um, I don't remember what else I wrote down. Total War Warhammer. That's a random. Dip, dipped into that a little bit. Kenny was really looking for it, and I already owned it, so I just installed it. We started a co-op game. Mm-hmm. And holy actual shit, do I not remember how to play that game. Total War? I'm sure. Oh, yeah, it's, I used to get down with the original Total War Rome, like, hardcore. Like, I got Rome 2 on mine. But yeah, I, I have, I don't, I for some, somehow I own all of them, but I haven't played any of them. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield Five. Been jamming to Battlefield Five, enjoying that. Not jamming too hard, I should say, but enough. Uh, I played a little bit of Magic: The Gathering. That's not on there, but I did do that. Uh, and then Red Dead. I'm in Chapter Five, soon to be in Chapter Six, and moving right along from there. Yes. Otherwise, it's been watching football, been watching soccer or football, and uh, I watched another episode of Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it. Because it really clearly is going in a certain direction, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it out for it's only one season. I'm gonna stick it out probably. Mm-hmm. Or at least another episode, and just kind of be like, eh, not sure. We'll see. Um, and then I started watching the South Park seasons just to catch myself back up. So with their funky animations, yeah, with what Matt thinks are funky animations, out of the loop, as they would say. Yeah, R slash out of the loop. What's up with South Park's new animations? <laughs> That'd be a good one. I'd probably get roasted. You'd get extremely roasted. What do you mean new? How long has it been that you've watched? Anyway. Never. Speaking of Fallout 76, here's your other new releases for the week. Hitman 2 for PS4, Xbox, and PC, which has had some solid... I don't know if you've seen the homing briefcase gifts that have been around. It's so yep. good. 
just whip a briefcase. Is it intended to do that? I don't know if it is, but I hope <laughs> they don't patch it out because you can throw a briefcase at somebody. But the, if they start running while the briefcase is in the air, it will just follow them around corners and everything. Like it is going to hit them. It just it looks hysterical. Uh, the Spyro, a reignited trilogy for PS4 and Xbox. Fallout 76 for PS4, Xbox, and PC. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee for the Switch. Civ 6 for the Switch. And Sunset Overdrive for PC. Snuck that one in there. 20 bucks. That's a deal. Or a steal. The only thing I'm kind of bummed about is that the Game Pass version of it mm-hmm. is Xbox only. I'm hoping that gets like an update at some point, mm. but we'll see. I'm not going to hold out. I'm not going to hope that it, or I'm not going to think that it does, but it would be nice if it did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I was, why I got back into Forza was I, I want to knock it off so I can stop paying for Game Pass for yeah. one game. Yeah, even though we've only paid for two months. Yeah, it's just, you know, principle. Yeah, no, I know. Vote with your wallet. Unless we wanted to pay Sea of Thieves. Yeah, which. But I de- I'm, once again, Fallout problem. And then also, once again, with where we joke about like not having any games to play, you could literally take that fifth, that $10, roll it into whatever the EA one is, and then just play Battlefield then. True. But cancel that, switch it over to EA, Battlefield, boom. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Battlefield's probably going to be a PS4 game for me. Ah, disappointing. I I understand. Just disappointing. I don't. I've been running into this issue to where I don't buy games because I don't have anyone to play with. <laughs> like, fair, fair. I think Brandon gave me a low key invite to play Fallout with him and his friends, but I just was like, uh, you know what? I would say I would play, but I never probably would because, like, I just not close enough with them. So, yeah. And then, technically, the only other person, I mean, I know other people playing. But the only other person I play Battlefield with is Kenny. Yeah. So I have no problem adding you to that list. But I understand. You want to do PS4? It's fine. It makes sense. I know there's a lot more people that you're on a more similar schedule with to play that. Anyway. Life of gamers. Yeah. Such a such a hard one. <laughs> First world problems. Africa. Anyway. <laughs> It's Yemen now. Just straight that, Yemen. I was going to joke, isn't that part of Africa? I know my geography, but still. Might as well be. You just kind of move it up into the right a little bit. Not Yemen, I mean Africa. <laughs> Don't move Yemen up into the right. It's not really going to get you anywhere. Might help them. You never know. Honestly, I don't think it would. Isn't up into the right for them Russia? I don't know what's wrong with that monitor. It's Did my monitor just die? I think. I don't know. Anyways, Anyways. um, what were we joking about? Yemen's location <laughs> in in Russia. Uh, I mean, I don't think anything could get worse at this point for them. Uh, uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm tempting fate. I'm, I'm trying to see what we can get happen here. I don't know. I don't think it's your monitor. It might not be. I'll worry about it later. Yeah. Cable might have just come loose a little bit. That's why I was like tapping it because I think it seemed like when I would shift the, the thing a little bit, it would happen. 
Oh, 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 we're having technical difficulties that don't really directly relate to the podcast. Anyways, um, where were we? Do you want to start? Do you want me? Oh, don't mind me. I'm just holding on to a, <laughs> a, a visual cable. It's not going to, I don't know why that just fell out. Anyway, uh, what's the first one? Um, the first one, read, just give me, a, I'm going to keep talking. You just glance over that first one. Let me know if we already talked about it. Cause I can't remember if we did or not. Uh, I don't think then, we did. Okay, go ahead. So then. I'm just going to throw it in there. Yep. Uh, one of the stories that followed the Xbox event in Mexico. Oh, we should preface this real quick with Nate wrote the doc this week. So good luck, folks. Here we go. It'll be all right. We'll get through it. Uh, one of the stories that followed the Xbox event in Mexico was that Xbox Game Pass would now allow the ability to preload titles. That way you can play them day and date with everyone else when they release. Crackdown 3 will be the first one that is used. And is now available to preload on PC and Xbox One. Isn't Crackdown 3 coming out in like February? Yep. Why would they preload it now? Uh, it's just a small file because obviously the build's not done. Yeah. But it's the first one that will be able to take advantage of it because it's the first title they that they are releasing that has that. It's the next one that has that situation. Ah. No, There's no Microsoft release title to take advantage of the releasing at gamepad. I'm not going to yeah. fuck with this right now. I keep like, like oh, yeah, I'll fix this right now. I'm not going to fix it. Damn it bothers cable. you though. I feel you. Oh, it's just, it's one of those where it's like, I know the cable. I know I just have to plug it in and screw <laughs> it in a little bit, but it's like, <sighs> but I think that's good. That's a good thing. It's a good thing to add to their service. Yeah, definitely. It makes sense. Yeah. And it's just another reason of like, why buy crackdown three at launch? If you can pay $10 preload it, and then still play with everybody else when it comes out. I don't know if I, do you want me to take the next one so you can you can oh. PUBG out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. I'll PUBG out. <laughs> back that's, that's not a good thing, by the way. Uh, back that, in the wait, s- does that mean I just stop working halfway through? Like, should I have netcode errors where I just start reading random parts of my own writing? Oh yeah, and like rubber banding, so you'd have to like go. Yeah, I have to jump back and, and forth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the summer, we had this, we had discussed that Nintendo had sued two ROM companies, ROM sites, I should say. The update to that story is that they have now reached a proposed settlement of twelve point two million dollars. Along with the money, there seem to be conditions which shut them out of the ROM business, as far as Nintendo is concerned. Uh, they must turn over all their games, files, emulators, and surrender the URLs. That is like harsh. Don't make my games illegal. Mm. Illegally. That one. <laughs> I I don't know. Nintendo. You sons of bitches. Side note, because I just said fantastic. I'm just completely derailing ourselves. Because that says Fantastic Beasts, the crimes of Grindelwald. Yes. The greatest tweet I saw all weekend, potentially, was Fantastic Beasts, the crimes of too many subplots. Oh. I was like, ooh, burn. Got them. Who cares if they're gay? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> A uh, Harry Potter fan that I work with said that the movie was very good. I'm sure they did because they're just like, Harry Potter, yeah. There was a masturbating motion in there. (laughs) (laughs) In your eye. (laughs) Yeah, 12, I don't... I don't know how if they can pay twelve point two million. No, because it wasn't wasn't like a couple, like a yeah, yep, yeah. Yeah, That's that's soul crushing. 
I can understand the like file stuff and whatever. I don't know about necessarily the surrendering of the URLs, but yeah, whatever. Rude. Sucks, but makes sense at the same time, I guess, if you really want to try to protect your IP, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, number three. I might need to stand back for the mic for this one <laughs> at a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is, oh, God, what do I always hear in those lobbies? China number one. China number <laughs> one. That's all you hear. PUBG is finally, officially, making its move to PS4. And as I say, who cares? It's too late. We all knew this was coming. This isn't part of the news article. Nation's already getting angry. It comes out on December 7th with three maps. Is that Pearl Harbor? December, December 7th, 1940. Uh, uh, Sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Wow. Way to go, PUBG. No. <laughs> How dare you... <laughs> Desecrate my end. Anyway. Looks like all the game modes are going to be in there and trophies. Here is where they puff their chest way too much for Nate's liking. They're doing fucking pre-orders. Pre-orders. <laughs> they have the fucking balls to do pre-orders on this game. And I want to, it's not just pre-orders, because here's the thing. I have four listings here for pre-orders. And they're still, all right, here we go. Four, four listings. They're Disc Edition, which is $30, which includes the base game. The Looters Digital Edition, base game, $30. Survivors, Survivors Digital Edition, which includes the base game, the Survival Pass, Vikendi, 2300 G coin pack, and 20,000 battle points. So, in game currency. Why is there two in game currencies? Good question. Oh, they like money. And then there's the Champions Digital Edition, which is $90. All these are obviously in, in US dollars. I don't know what the translation is for your locale. Uh, $90 includes the base game, the Survival Pass of Vikendi. 6,000 G-Coin pack and a 20,000 battle points. Uh, And then they do pre-order bonuses in the terms of skins because they teamed up with their friends at Sony to bring you amazing pre-order digital skins that will be included in each pre-order bundle, which includes the Nathan Drake Desert outfit and Ellie's backpack from The Last of Us. And then you get that sweet avatar of the guy wearing a level three helmet. And then you get a sweet theme of a guy looking over a desert wasteland. Yeah, I know. It's horseshit, isn't it, Max? <laughs> I I just... Uh... I think PUBG needs to, to... I mean, it is dying a slow death at this point. It's succeeding on mobile. Like, yeah. I, that's the weird that's thing. The weird, like... That's so weird to think about. Mobile. They, their best platform is mobile. I don't care. They they can argue that all day. I'm pretty sure their best situation is mobile. <laughs> Looking at this uh, info you have written down here, what what's the deal with Can, uh, Canadians? I was going to say Canadians. What's the deal with what's Canada? the deal with them Canadians? 
<laughs> you well, Canucks. Let's well, see what Canada's like prices. Like their exchange rate isn't that Australia's far off of ours. pretty bad too. Like holy shit, they're paying. I think it was a hundred something. Yeah, this one. All right, so just for a frame of reference here, the Champions Digital Edition is ninety dollars in the U.S., a hundred and twenty in Canada. That's ridiculous. Yeah, the exchange rate can't be that bad. It can't be. You would think, but then again, we're America. Probably that bad. <laughs> if anything, I would expect it to be closer now because of our. Uh, well, I don't know. I you know, let's not get into it. <laughs> Do you do you want to go down that road? That do is you a, dare? <laughs> or do you challenge me? That is a can that we don't want to open. We keep that one sealed and only just pop the top a little bit every now and then. It's pressurized. You, you got to yeah. do it small. Because if you do it one yeah. big time, it's going to explode in our hands. Uh, um, so then the next question is, did you watch... The Detective Pikachu trailer. You bet your ass I did. <laughs> Number four story is the Detective Pikachu trailer. The only thing... I have nothing really bad to say about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's probably not going to be a theater thing for me. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, you know. I'm, I'm intrigued to see it. To see how like the rest of the movie is. Uh, I hope at some point, like under Detective Pikachu's hat, there's a like Deadpool sticker. Oh, uh, like but they just—they just like at least acknowledge that it's Ryan Reynolds doing the voice, uh huh. Or that they—I wish they also like turned it up to uh like a. Did they give a rating? I went looking for a rating uh, because of a conversation I was having, and I don't not—I do not think it's rated yet. I hope they go at least PG thirteen. Honestly, R I would be okay with. But I, you can get away with so much in PG thirteen that I think it would be fine. Yeah, I think because I just want Detective Pikachu to just be exactly what you see on Reddit currently, where it's him drunk at a bar and he's just like, "My wife left me." <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's it's basically Detective Pikachu is the Max Payne d- disgruntled yeah. detective that is just chain smokes and drinks while still fighting. You know, yeah, like solving die hard, yeah, Detective die hard, die hard style or like. If there's a SVU intro somewhere where it's like solving the the world, Hoenn's most heinous crimes or something like that. Well, and, the conversation that that uh, that was the catalyst for me trying to find the rating was how funny it would be if it was rated R and like it was in it was such a way that like you know Pikachu would be like viciously electrocuting humans and it would just be like this terrible grotesque like well that's the part where in the trailer Snorlax crushing people to death and stuff in the trailer when they show the interrogation of Mr. Mime Mm -hmm. I'm like it would be really funny if he just like electric chair style zapped him but even then it's like you can still probably do that in a PG-13 one like I don't you don't need the grotesqueness of it I just want the language to be adult where they're like did you fucking see that like (laughs) or like when he's doing the whole nobody can understand me I'm telling you and he's talking to people and Instead of him going, like, when he says, you know, to the girl, he says, Pika Pika. But, like, when he's saying, like, can you hear him? And he just looks at her and he's like, nice rack or something like that. Like, yeah. something that's completely Ryan Reynolds-esque Pikachu uh-huh. level. That's It's more because it's Ryan's voice that I want it to be the adult stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, realistically, it is probably not going to be the case no. because of the audience they probably yeah. want to attract. But then but... again, they're also attracting us. 
We're the no ones one that grew up with us, though. I know, but we're the audience that would pay boatloads if that was a PG-13 plus Dis- movie. Disney showed us that with the Star Wars stuff. They were just like, You're, we don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, true. We want your kids because we're a bunch of pedophiles. That's what Disney said. And Nazis. They hate Jews. Exactly. <laughs> Nazi <laughs> they pedophiles. They don't want your Jewish kids, though. Those ones, they'll, nah, I can't keep going. I'm going to put that on a shirt. I'm going to make like the Disney logo and then put Nazi pedophiles and see how quick Disney sues me. That might be pretty quick. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. It'd also be really funny if you went to Disney with that on. Oh, they would ban me for sure. <laughs> or Definitely. If, or if you were just at like a Disney movie, at like a random movie showing. Like if, you went to, if we went to the next Star Wars, one we do together, and you just had a Disney logo that just says Nazi pedophiles on it, you're like, what's up? Yeah, these guys, right? <laughs> Douchebags. <laughs> Uh, the funny thing is, is at like a Star Wars premiere, like Star Wars showing or whatever, a, a lot solid, of people would probably be like, yeah. There's like, a, there's a, they're nerdy enough to understand all of that. Yeah. Uh, there's also, uh, there's been a picture going around of, you've seen the one, it's the big Pikachu that Deadpool is dressed up inside of. And he's yeah. like got the mouth open when he's pointing out with a gun. Mm-hmm. It's like that would be, that's obviously not, but it's just wicked funny because it's like, yes, that is literally the guy that plays Deadpool now is voicing Pikachu. <laughs> It's a weird, weird world we live in. Oh yeah, it's it's fucking weird. But watching it was hysterical. Yeah, I because I saw I was at work and I saw it and I was like, "There's no way this is actually the trailer." Finally came out and now it's just start. I started came home and watched it and I was like, "That better be dark, at least somewhat dark. It doesn't have to be dark, dark. It's just got to be dark enough." Did everyone? Did all your coworkers and friends and stuff like that? Did they react like? mostly positive towards it or was there some uh we're mostly indifferent of like don't know if it's going to be a a a theater show for us Mm. but but, interested regardless uh interested just to kind of see how it goes a few of them probably not going to watch it i would watch it if it shows up randomly on my hard drive yeah funny how that works yeah i know it's like a movie fairy (laughs) <laughs> I sprinkle you with movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. you wanted to watch this one? Sprinkles. Uh, Speaking of other movie news. Yeah. Or, or did you want to transition to that? Or did you have something else? Uh, no, that's fine. I mean, we could go straight into it. I was going to say that uh, uh, Samantha reacted violently to the uh, Detective Pikachu trailer. She was like very angry about it. And Wait, it what? Stupid. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I watched it. I wasn't going to watch it because I was just like, man, yeah, whatever. And then she reacted in that way. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch it and see what this is all about. And I watched it and I was like, I think it kind of looks kind of funny, like stupid funny. Yeah, it's stu- it looks like it's stupid funny. And I don't know. But, I'm not going to question Samantha. But I'm about to question Samantha. She's the overlord. She can be your overlord. She ain't mine. Here's the thing. I feel like I got a little bit more in the Pokemon game than she does i don't know so i guess i don't know her back i guess i guess to her telling me that that's stupid is like when i tell her harry potter is stupid and i start when i purposely find stuff that's like yeah yeah what is this and this and i just send it to her and i'm like it's gonna happen look at all these plot holes yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) i i hope they're testing it i hope detective pikachu is just a test for Doing an, an actual Pokemon movie, not this Detective Pikachu one, but doing like an actual Pokemon trainer, right? Because they did the Pokemon movie. God, was it two thousand or ninety eight? 
Because there's the Pokemon movie 2000. I know that one's the title of one. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember if there's one before that or not. And it's like, yeah, it's the regular cartoon animated style. But let's get one in there with 3D graphics and see how it looks. And I think that would be pretty cool if they if they can justify it enough from this to then do that. We'll see. Also, in case you're curious about time, this one's going to be long. People, buckle up. Stan Lee died. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the worst part is that's really all we need to say because it's more of a, a not about time, but like I always feel bad saying that, but like yeah, when people are like, oh, how, I had a lot of people who were like, how do you feel about Stan Lee dying? I'm like, yeah, that was gonna happen. Like, yeah, no, it's exactly when when the news broke or whatever, and I was like, oh, like it 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 was it's one of those like. Yeah, he's got a, a ton, obviously, him and Jack Kirby, all the stuff of all the characters that we've been loving these last few years, for some people much longer, but everybody else that apparently has just found out what movies are, is all really into comic book movies and stuff like that, and it's like, cool, but he was also 95, 85? 95. 95? Yeah. People tend to die in 95. <laughs> or well before that. Like, I like to think that, yes, some people think they're immortal. But once you hit about 90 plus, the it next was, day is a blessing. People were asking me how I felt about it. And I was like, you know what? Honestly, I'm very relieved about it. Because like, A, he lived a very full life. B, there was a lot of people trying to take advantage of him in his old age. Yeah. Nothing he should have had to deal with. And now we get to see the ensuing lawsuits that are bound to happen over people fighting over his estate. Um, yeah. I the My favorite reaction so far was... One of my coworkers being like, I'm glad that fucker's dead, basically, because he's like, he ripped off so many other authors and, oh, and yeah, yeah. you know, going on about him. Like, yeah, if you know, like, the <laughs> more, the yeah. history really behind everything. Uh, what I hope, and somebody pointed, pointed this out, I think it was on Reddit, I want it so badly to happen, is that instead of, because obviously he did cameos in every movie, right? Yeah. Is they want Ryan Reynolds dressed up as Deadpool doing Stanley's cameo. So he's in there with the hair and glasses and mustache while still dressed as Deadpool doing the cameo of San Lee, like in all the other movies. <laughs> so he just shows up in the like the Thor movie dressed as Deadpool, it just as Stan Lee. Just like, oh yeah, yeah, something else going on. It's just like, hey. <laughs> I wonder what... Because he's the only character that could do it. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do about that, though. Like, if they will acknowledge it, or if they're just going to not have them cameo. Like, you know, that just... They'll just do what they did with... Uh, what's her name? They'll see in. Dude, that's out of control. I hope they don't. But I would. I love the Deadpool idea. That would be fucking hysterical. Can you imagine? It's the scene when he's uh, on the... In Guardians, when he's on the... Ro- in, on the, the asteroid or whatever, talking with the other people. Yeah. Imagine that's just Deadpool, <laughs> the stuff, and he's like, yeah... Yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Um, I don't have a like. There seems to be this like trend that everyone wants to put Deadpool in everything. I don't want to put him in everything. I just want to put him. He's the only one that can break the fourth wall like that to acknowledge that it is mm-hmm. Stan Lee making yeah. the cameo. No other character can do it. The only other way they could do it is in. Part two, which I think they've already wrapped filming on. If they hadn't wrapped filming, it was to make the cameo a somber moment. And they show him being snapped. 
Uh, that they go through going through like everybody that got snapped and did the I don't feel good anymore. That'd Stark, be a plot hole. And that Stan Lee got snapped. And they'd be like, oh. That, and then they never acknowledge it ever again. But then they'd be like, it'd be the paradox. You the know, whole thing is a paradox. Well, yeah, but you, you snap Stan Lee, then who's going to create you? So confusing. Do 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 do. Yeah, anyway. I think I'm leaving the next one to you. Fine, I guess. I mean, the first, last two were one sentence each. <laughs> Sony has officially made the call to practice safe marketing and back out of E3 2019. I almost damn it, did I write back out? I meant to say pull out. Damn it, I I almost in in like instinctively said practice safe sex. <laughs> That's um, the angle I was going for, which is why I meant to write pull out, not back out. Damn it. Sony did say that, quote, we have decided not to participate in E3 in 2019. We are exploring new and familiar ways to engage our community in 2019 and can't wait to share our plans with you. You know what a quote. familiar way was, Sony? You know what a familiar way was? E3. Fucking E3. I know. I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, that kind of takes away from our little annual. I like the, I, real quick, I thought the same thing. I was like, man, it kind of takes away from it. And then I thought about it again. I'm like, we're rarely together for the entire thing, even though we all take the day off. I mean, we were together for one day. Out of three. <laughs> yeah, but like the other two days were like really throwaway days. They were like, it was like one press conference on each Right, day. but we weren't together for, no, we were for Sony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were for Sony. We, we were did all for, the big ones. We together. were for Ubisoft. Yeah. And then we were for Microsoft because they moved it to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, so we were Sunday and Monday. But I think, what was it, Sunday at your house and then Monday at my house? I don't remember what it was. I think we split. I don't think, yeah. we, were, I don't think we were always here. <sighs> anyway which is really surprising given that they also scrapped PSX this year a lot of the speculation that we are going to potentially be seeing PS5 announced next year or some hardware mic drop that they try to sneak out away from E3 hype um, not unheard of as when they announced the PS4 back in February uh, which boy the P- PS4 uh, in February of the year it came out, Nintendo and Microsoft both say they would be attending. Yep. So, you think they are? You think they're going dark for a year, or do you think they're moving it to like uh, PSX? That's I. They're not going dark for a year. Yeah, you think I. It's, uh... I would. I wouldn't be horribly surprised once again to see an event in March ish. Some some dumb. You think they'll pre like they'll some pre- they'll either blow their load pre or they'll wait until. Like mid to late July. Well, PSX or late is July, usually early August. It's December. PSX is normally December. December. Yeah, so that's too late. Yeah, no, it's um, Paris Games Week is before that, and Gamescom. So I'm thinking it's it's either before E3 or it's right after E3, like late July, early August, and they. And this is the part where it gets weird. They announce their console. I don't think we see their console next year. I think they announce it and then we see it in 2020. But I think to announce it before E3 is a bad move. Right. I think to announce it after E3, so you get to that lull, that weird little lull that we usually get like the end of July, early August. There's kind of not much going on because we've already had our E3 hype. And they go, holy shit, hold on to your pants. Let us show you the PS5. They drop whatever they want to drop, and then they say available in the spring. And then they drop some bullshit with it. Uh, Death Stranding. Last of Us, whatever. 
they date those things for spring 2020. All right. That is the only way. You either go radio silent or you go balls out. And I don't know which one they want to do. I'm going to say September. We'll see an event. September for something. Okay. And I think my my thought process for this is... Um, I really do. This goes back to the idea of needing a big whiteboard in here. We should just paint. Like, or like dry, put up dry like, erase yeah. paint the whole no. wall. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you can dry erase paint. You can. There's dry you erase can, paint. Okay. We should just put a big or section about board paint. No, see, I don't like chalk. It's just that whole okay. thing. Yeah. Dry erase paint. Yeah. Where the uh, Rooster Teeth poster is, we'll just take that down. We'll just have a giant one that's just Nate's bets, Matt's bets, things we should have never never said. And then the one column would be way fuller than the other <laughs> one will, but we'll just keep writing up our bets of like, nope, said this one, said this one. That way we can ever keep track because now somebody's going to have to yeah. call me on it where they're like, you said on November 18th that they wouldn't do anything in this time of the month, and now they are. So you're wrong. And it's like, oh, yeah. I don't remember saying it, but I probably did. Um. So September event. Um, my thought process here is Sony is noticeably behind, I think, everyone else as far as modern uh, game streaming services. I, but, I think, yep. Yeah, I know. I agree. But they arguably have the most experience because of PS or PlayStation Now, um, PlayStation View, like their services. In, now, now, in terms of, are we talking streaming service? Because I want to be clear about these things. Because I don't call Xbox Game Pass a streaming service. Um, just an overarching thing. Because I'm not sure, like... Also, this is really weird because of where I put the light. Yeah, the... <laughs> I keep seeing my own shadow as I'm doing this. And I'm like... Because they are distinctly different. Games Pass and, like, you know, a traditional streaming service. They are distinctly different. But I think that, naturally, they're gonna they're going to meet at some point. I, yeah, yes, but we discussed the infrastructure problem before. Yep. I think that, um, you know, they've been noticeably quiet on that front as far as, like, you know, allowing EA Premiere, allowing, like, having some sort of service that competes against Game Pass, like, all that stuff. Well, they don't even have EA on their system. I know. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, I think what we're going to see for the PlayStation 5, potentially, and a, a big event, is them going all out. Being like, here's the PlayStation 5. It's a traditional console, but we're really pushing for, you know, subscription-based services as far as game streaming, maybe. And games as a service. Because they have they have the studios, the powerhouse studios. Their, their studio uh, family is definitely more well-renowned and, and whatnot. Has the, the clout. What if I pitched you this idea? It kind of runs into a little bit of the next story, but not completely. Mm. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sh- shoot you this idea. If you're Sony and you want to make a splash, and I'm talking you don't want to just droplet ripple, you want to dislodge some countries in South America <laughs> like problem. <laughs> like you're going to drop a you bomb. You break fucking California. Yeah, you're going to flood Central America. We don't need the Panama Canal anymore because it's all an ocean <laughs> situation. Okay. okay. You release you PS5, who cares? Like this the, literally the PS5 has nothing to do with this, other okay. than it will probably come out with the PS5. And this is this is me blowing Mount St. Helens out my ass. Just smoke. Whole lot of smoke out my ass. 
I'm doing the motion for you. Just smoke. Anyway. They release what they call something along the line. They don't equate it to PlayStation. They just call it a Sony service of some site. They like they don't it's not limited to PlayStation. Here's their thing. I get where they you're going. They call here. it a because they're a movie Sony, they're, yeah. A Sony media Yeah. Media quote subscription service. Umbrella service. Yeah. They have what they probably don't they probably have Vu packaged in, PlayStation now in and there's tiers to all of this. So there's not going to be one big, you know, there's going to be one big tier, but then you can kind of get selective. Mm-hmm. Or they do what is really bold of them and they do a pick and choose. And then they like calculate. Like a cart service. Yeah, like you can choose what you want. This and then this they is, break down the pricing. But this is this, this is, is this is what I'm talking about. This right is where here. I start getting real gamey. They, it's not just Sony titles. They have worked deals with everybody to include so basically, come Sony PlayStation 5, you have the Sony Media app on your thing. It doesn't include the stuff like Hulu or Netflix or whatever because those are their properties. They probably have some because of all the movies and stuff like that they own or the uh, sto- the PlayStation Store, you can buy movies and stuff like that. I'm sure they have some stuff sprinkled in because they're movie rights that they own. Then you bundle in the PlayStation Vue, and then you bundle in the games. The games work the same way that Game Pass does, where you can download stuff, preloading, all this other stuff that they've been seeing Microsoft do, and they're like, shit, we can do that. Like, it's not it's not unfathomable. We can do that. But then they go, wait, what does Microsoft not have? Oh, Microsoft only can guarantee this for their titles. Well, we have better titles, so we can do that too. But I'm betting we could also leverage some stuff to say like EA Access gets bundled into the service. Bethesda games can come into the service. Ubisoft games can come into the service. All these guys that have talked about these streaming stuff, bring it in. Let's work out how this would have to break down payment-wise and mm-hmm. let's just put it all in one service. And then you can get that. And this is the, this is the part that <laughs> is way too unfucking believable they say, also, you can use this on PC. Yeah, I mean... Which... I wish. Sony goes... Somebody at Sony just went... And their brain just fried because they're like, what do you mean PC? What is that? And they just... They're just yeah. they dead. But that would be the nuts call. So you can use certain things. They're like, yeah, we have this PlayStation 5 that we have for Uncharted 5 or, you know, whatever. You can play uh, fucking uh, Death Stranding on this PlayStation. And don't get me wrong, this PlayStation, because everything's basically PC architecture anyway now, this PlayStation runs this shit awesomely. And I know you guys love PCs. So what if I told you you could play Death Stranding on this thing too? And they just show it and it's like, now, Sony's into this whole thing of getting their own launcher on PC when Xbox already has one, Bethesda has one, Steam has it, Ubisoft, good old, yada, 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 yada. Everybody's getting all these launchers, and Sony's like, fuck it, throw our hat in the ring. But we're going to do it bigger. Dumbest idea they could have done, but it would be interesting. I like the idea, though, of just umbrella 
shoving all their subscription services into something. That's what that's what I'm I'm thinking that that we might be my like big that. key. My f- but it doesn't really deal with the PlayStation Five. But it would be an interesting feature to hit with. Anyway, speaking of features and new consoles, let's skip to the next one because I don't want to keep talking about Sony. <laughs> is the next one Sony? The next one's Microsoft. Oh, okay. Microsoft is rumored to be releasing a discless Xbox One. I will let Brad Sams from Thurit or Thurot. You, go ahead. I'll, I'll we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay, take, I'm going to let him take it from here. Quote: In the wake of the news that Sony will not be attending E3 this year, Microsoft's hard, hardware plans for 2019 will likely be a huge win for the brand and for gamers. The company is planning to release an updated console next year, but this device will not be in the Scarlet family according to people familiar with the company's plans. The Scarlet devices are Microsoft's next-gen consoles and are not expected until 2020. But in 2019, the company is planning to release a discless console. And if this is making you nervous because you have a large collection of physical discs for your current Xbox, Microsoft has you covered. In addition to the new console, there will be a disc-to-digital program that, as the name states, turns your physical discs into digital downloads. The idea is that you can take your disc to our participating retailer, like the Microsoft Store, and trade in your disc for a digital download. The goal with the new console is to lower the price point for the hardware. Currently, it costs about $299 to buy into Xbox One family uh, to buy into the Xbox One family of devices. Microsoft is looking to lower that price by possibly as much as $100. The new console price point, yeah, price point is expected to be $200 or less. In addition, the company also has revised has a revised Xbox One S SKU that is SKU check that is targeted <laughs> for later in the year that focuses solely on cost reduction, but does feature a disk drive for those who still prefer the traditional way to buy your games. Microsoft is moving forward very carefully with this product as it knows that a sizable portion of its users do prefer to buy physical games and not download them. End quote. Once again, thank you, Brad Sams from Thurot. I couldn't find a way to try to steal that and rewrite it as my own because it basically says everything. So Yeah, well done. Um, bravo, sir, bravo, bravo. Do you remember a couple months ago, or maybe a couple months ago, I don't know, that we talked about, that we pulled, we found an article. As, from, as usual. From <laughs> the most random site, a site I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And the guy was saying, Oh, we got this leak. It's all this stuff about this a discless, yeah, Xbox. Blowing my mind that it turned out to be right because I've saw I saw stuff pop up for or, it. I'm like, oh my god, this motherfucker. Yeah, or th- <laughs> I mean, this is still in speculation as well. But he, it's it's all plausible. It is all very plausible. I think uh, I think the one thing they're trying to probably figure out before they talk about this, and I guarantee they talk about this either at E3 or the same time, you know, around whenever Sony makes their move. Is how they have to pitch the disc to discless. It seems like thing. a weird move to, like, I mean, the, how many how many different updates to the Xbox One have we had so far? Three, four. Skews. There was the Xbox, the original Xbox One, mm-hmm. the One S. Well, there was more than one one yeah, version is two. There was there the, was the terabyte version. Yeah, so like your five hundred, then your your terabytes, then your your S's, then your S's that were terabytes, then your. It seems like a lot of one X, a lot of uh, iterations of the same console, and it seems like I mean, 
So the PS5 is rumored to be like, wait, what, 2020 probably? It, now people are speculating 2020 with a 2019 announce unless they try to pull the same shit they pulled with the 4 and they yeah. go year year. So we'll Which say... I don't think there's any way they can announce a PS5 next year and then release it in the fall. Yeah. So we'll say the window is that probably... Being, that being said, they still haven't said anything about the like Last of Us titles and stuff, which are beautiful release date console mm-hmm. launch things. So, so we'll say a hypothetical window of 2019 to 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I don't think we see it after 2021. So yeah. So is this Microsoft basically... Are they moving their console generations outside of Sony's window so that like they're going to keep... Uh, evolving the Xbox One um, continuously for the next couple of years, and then releasing a new one like several, like two or three years after Sony, because that's like it's getting into weird territory here with all yeah, these I, Xbox Ones. I'm wondering if we're going to run into yeah a situation where we're no longer on the same hardware cycle, like truly on the same hardware cycle, and then it really kind of gets weird. I think Microsoft kind of wants to just keep everybody in the same, the same like kind of way to say the PC are right. Where PC, most of the games you play have minimum specs. Like you need, you should be at this minimum level to play the game, like effectively. You might, it would they would have a hard pitch kind of, but Microsoft could kind of pitch that idea, where they're like, hey, you your minimum settings and your recommended settings. You can play this on an Xbox one S or for the recommended as an Xbox one X. And then there's like the Xbox one Z or whatever. That's the, you know, the super duty one. That's not going to become the minimum for like another seven years or whatever. So they could do something weird like that, but I think it would be, it's, I think for the majority of console, it's a hard uh, point to drive home. Because they're not used to it. They haven't had to deal with it. Yeah. And then it's like, I mean, they still have the Xbox One X, so they could potentially start upscaling the baseline Xbox to meet the One X. And then if they start doing all the disc to digitals, that allows you to keep your library at least, even if you're not playing it or having them downloaded, Mm -hmm. if they keep them tied to your library, that allows you to bring them with you the entire way, which allows you to have that quote-unquote backwards compatibility. Yeah. So It's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting. It is interesting. We shall see. That we shall. The golden joysticks have been given out. And here is the list of winners. Winners. Best storytelling. Now, here's the other part. Yes. Obviously, you can tell by... Because you can see the list. They can't. Yes. I don't have who was nominated in these. That's a lot of... So, I don't know who they competed against. We do have for the game awards, and we talk about them later because there's no, they're not conclusive yet until December. We have only the nominees. So I don't know what some of these were competing against for award choices, but mm-hmm. some of them I'm curious about. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Best storytelling God of War. Yep. Best competitive game Fortnite. Yeah. I probably couldn't argue that one really. Best cooperative game. Monster Hunter World. Okay. Best visual design, God of War. It's pretty. Best indie game, Dead Cells. Heard a lot of good things about it. Best audio, God of War. 
I don't. I I don't I don't disagree. I just don't know if it's really the best. I mean, it's good. It's not. It's not like it's not the bad. year that um, Hellblade. Yeah, one all the audio ones like Hellblade. You'd play that game and it was basically like Hellblade is audio. Yeah, you'd noticed it. God of War had good audio, but it's just a hard thing to yeah. judge from a especially when you, you when you start talking about audio and you like indie games can kill audio, so yeah. it's like kind of a hard. Still playing award. I feel like that's almost like a backhanded compliment. Yeah. Like yeah, we're still playing it. <laughs> Nothing's been updated to it, but we're still playing it. World of Tanks. Oh, well, I, uh, and it, I say that because when I saw who won it, I was like, ah, that, I feel like this is a backhanded at compliment. The, at the same time, it could be backhanded. Like, I mean, you could have put Minecraft in that. You could have put Fortnite in that. True. You could have put uh, PUBG. PUBG. You could have put World of Warships in that. World of Warships. Put, uh, like, in my mind, like, you I have CS, no. You could have put CSGO in that. I have no. League of Legends. I mean, there's a Dota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no illusions about it. World of Warships is a very niche game. It never I'm, really. I'm took really off. curious what its its numbers are. I also am curious if you. I know we've never we have, we've. Had, <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> uh, I know we've talked about it before, but the world of uh, warplanes. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember if you've ever played that it one. Not. Definitely, I've had not. I I don't know, man. I'm curious. World of Tanks is obviously the biggest one. Yeah, I'm curious about warplanes. How hard it is to control. I'm curious. I can't which, fly in Battlefield. Which is more successful, warships or warplanes? Because yeah, it's true. I warships no I've idea. seen. Warships I've seen actual promotion for. It. I haven't for planes. Yeah, but I other would, than like the few videos I know I've seen, and we're way off topic. Yeah, we are. Um, I just if I was gonna play warplanes, I want a joystick. I think a flight stick, maybe. And I'd play. I'd play. If you play, in, if you play, I'd, I'd play, I'd play, I'd play in cockpit view and just. If you played World of Warplanes and not World of Warships, I would be disgusted with you. <laughs> <laughs> I played Warships for like a two hours. Second. Two you hours. You didn't even make it out of like tier three. Uh, probably not. That's you. That was a like, match took like fifteen minutes, so I probably put two hours in. You didn't give it a shot. Crying on the inside. Uh, <laughs> best performer: Brian Beckart. Uh, and that is Connor from Detroit Become Human. That's a weird one. Well, is it? <sighs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's hard for me Over to say. Boy. It's, I mean, there's just looking at Detroit, it's hard for me to say that he was the best Oh, the best performer. person in Detroit? Okay. Yeah. I'm wondering if he's billed as like the top person just because he's in the trailers and everything. I, I, I believe he I is because most of the promotional stuff. Top billing. Like most of the. It's, the, it's all about him. Yeah. Or he's yeah. the one that gets the most. Yeah. Promotion. Um, Esports game of the year. Overwatch. Solid. Best VR game. Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Not. Uh, Should be super hot. Super hot, or that? What was that saber one? Uh, that the VR one. I don't think is out. I don't know how they do their stuff, but it was uh, it was came out uh, last year, I think. Um, and um, what is this one? Beat Saber. Let's see, this is why right here. Best. What do you new... mean? That's why? No, nah, I was looking at the next uh, oh. one of the ones down further. Studio of the year. <laughs> I wasn't looking. So, uh, Sony Santa Monica. God of War. Yep. Uh, best new streamer slash broadcaster. Brian New. Okay. Brian Beckhart and Amelia Rose Blair, who's also someone in Detroit Become Human. Oh, okay. They see this is Wait. why What? Why are they okay. This is this is why I This is the why I had to scroll back down and look make sure we we're talking about the same thing. What? You see that this is the weird thing is um and why I initially thought that he won the award was because when Detroit came out, uh, one of the big promotional things that they did for it was him and the girl, Amelia, who plays, I can't remember who, and Detroit mm-hmm. um, played the game, streamed it, and played it right live. And it beca- it kind of went viral. It became like a thing for that community. Yeah, because they're playing themselves. It's yeah. The, you know, same thing when you watch... Uh, there's BlizzCon stuff, but mm-hmm. one of the lady, the never mind, keep going. I'll so talk about that after. The the actor who plays Connor Brian, whatever Beckar, I think is how you say his name. I'm not sure. Um, a lot of that we went like became memes of sorts inside oh, that okay. community. So I think like to a certain extent, it's that like self fulfilling mm. thing. Yeah, I don't know if he if I give him new stream like it's weird. That's yeah. weird. Um, are these the, the golden joysticks? Are they more industry facing or I don't know. I don't know who I didn't um look at a ton of the like people voting on them or if they're hmm. they're what it's not. I don't think it's the <laughs> it's not uh fuck. What is the one that actually gets hosted? That's completely uh it's not GDC uh oh I just want to say it's the fucking Baftas, but it's it's no. not. It's the Guild. It's the right. Is it? Not it's not SAG, it's not the Writers Guild either. Oh, it's a, what the hell is it? 
Isn't it like a guild thing? At some Isn't point? it Dice? Yeah, the Dice Awards. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. Yeah, because Hardwick's hosted them. Yeah, the Dice Awards, which are fully industry voted on and stuff, yeah. actually gives you more, I think, industry stuff. But then again, even if there's industry stuff, that, that person might win them. So well, we'll yeah. see. Uh, I laughed at the next one because of what we were talking about earlier. I told you, I'm not wrong. Uh, <laughs> we're not wrong. <laughs> mobile Game of the Year, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds Mobile. Yep. Uh, PC Game of the Year, Subnautica. I think it's because it actually had its release this year. Yeah. Like, technically out of beta and stuff. Um, PlayStation Game of the Year, God of War. Uh, Xbox Game Which of Which really, year. I think, was only, what, competing against Spider-Man, so... If, yeah. if, the, if, you, did, if you determine it as PlayStation exclusives... Yeah. Um, where was it? Xbox Game of the Year, Forza Horizon 4. Solid choice, because, once again... I guess I guess you had State of Decay and Sea of Thieves, but I still not think, really. I still think Forza smashes them out of the water. I think yeah. Forza is the best arcade racer, period. And that's I pretty much said the same thing about three. So yeah, they got that on lockdown. Uh, Nintendo Game of the Year, Octopath Traveler. All right then. Uh, Breakthrough Award, Unknown Worlds, unknown to me. Me too. Most Wanted Game. How is this an award? I don't know. Uh, they all have it too, and I'm like, come on. Yeah, uh, Cyberpunk game we're most hyped up about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh shit, Square Enix. <laughs> uh, I mean, Cyberpunk. I guess that's probably going to be the it's trend. Like, yeah, it's the equivalent of saying Witcher Four. Like, uh, Critics Choice Award, Red Dead Redemption Two. Which, I, if that's included in this, we've we've missed a few categories where it should have been there. But yeah. yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, why is it not? Yep, you know. A bunch of other things. Um, where was I? Uh, lifetime Achievement. Uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki. I'm all right with that. Uh, <laughs> outstanding <laughs> Contribution. I will, I will, I will yes, approve your <laughs> racial pronunciation of that man's name. Uh, outstanding Contribution. Xbox Adaptive Controller. Which, now, I think that one's a that's cool a good that's, one. That, that's a good one, and it's also a cool award for somebody that's actually, like you know, a contribution to the gaming thing you know that came up in conversation the other day actually the adaptive controller yeah so obviously i work retail if you don't personally know me or you um, haven't listened to another episode before this uh or the I beginning had, of this episode threw you off <laughs> i think there were there i had these grandparents who were like oh we have a grandson he's autistic he likes to play video games like what help us out here and i was like i get to fucking use this and i was like well this is the layout of the land microsoft has this adaptive they're like they, one of the things was like oh he has trouble using his hands like yeah using an actual controller yeah and I was like Xbox adaptive controller and I was explaining it to him and their minds were you could just their fucking eyes got huge oh yeah they're just their fuses are popping yeah they're like they probably oh, died guys. of a heart attack walking back to the car they're like someone <laughs> makes this for like people who have uh, like disabilities and I was like oh yeah they do it's uh that was always one of my more enjoyable moments of retail is when you have somebody come in and, and after like we've talked about something or whatever and they're like, mm-hmm. man, I just can't, I can't figure like this or this out. And you're like, bitch, you wouldn't even believe I know the exact solution you need. There's this thing called Samsung smart switch. You can just run it and it works and oh. they're poop, everything. And you're just, and the person's just exactly the same thing. Just <laughs> what do you magic? <laughs> what, what kind of voodoo are you selling me, boy? And last, and certainly least, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> you, you can say it. The ultimate game of the year, Fortnite. Battle Royale. Not Save the World. 
Um, and then a disclaimer here is that uh, Hitman 2, Fallout 76, and Battlefield 5 uh, missed the cutout, the cut for this year. They will be in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you sit down, bottle. So, yeah, those are the uh, those are the awards. I think the only one that's kind of weird is I don't like most wanted awards because that has nothing to do with what's out. That's just hype. Still playing is kind of backhanded. And best VR, I don't know if I completely agree. But anyway. And uh, the Red Dead situation. Yeah. That's uh, absentee dead Red Dead. Number nine, Star Citizen has passed $200 million in funding. Idiots. <laughs> Only three other games, GTA V, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and Star Wars The Old Republic, have ever had more than a $200 million budget to play with. And this is a hint for all you people out there. There's still no release date. According to the funding page, more than 2 million backers have put money in at an average of $94 a person. That also being said, apparently, this weekend, this coming weekend, the 23rd to like the 25th, is a free-to-play weekend if you want to jump in and take a look at it. I'm going to check it out because I'm genuinely curious. Like, what the fuck is this game at this point? Apparently, you can uh, jump in and look around at one planet. Or something like that. And I'm like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What could this be? That there's $200 million. Yep. And an average of $94 and there's, a person. And, and there's still nothing but like storyboard. They're, like They're building a bunch of stuff. Like, yeah. You can, you can see very pretty visual things, but it's all still just like storyboard demos. And I'm like, how does this all fit in together? It's so funny to me because the other games that have that we know of that have that budget, which I'm assuming probably Red Dead's in that list too. Um, um, not, not on that list. Not the 200 million budget list? Only three other games. GTA I'm... 5, Modern Warfare 2, and Star Wars The Old Republic. How is Red Dead not on that list? Really? Might not have had that big of a budget. That's crazy. It, um, it probably, because it doesn't have that big of a budget, makes a buku dollars. Well, looking they, at that list, if, I say, can... Say they were even 190. They also still made, what was it, 700 million in the first yeah. weekend? Like, they're not... They're the second largest entertainment thing of all time. Like, they're not, they're not hurting I, themselves any. Looking at those games, I can look at them and say, okay, like, I understand where that budget went. Whereas, like, Star Citizen, you're like, still waiting. It's not out. Like, yeah, I paid $7,000 for a ship, and I just still haven't gotten it yet. So, a ship. A fake, a virtual, a digital fucking ship. Hey, man, pretty sure, pretty soon everything's going to be digital because we're going to the Oasis. I could spend $1,000 and get a fucking dope-ass drone that I can look at you naked with. You don't need the drone. I'm just examples here. Okay. You want to pay a thousand? You can just hand me a thousand dollars. I'll get (laughs) naked. Uh, That being said, anybody wants to send me a thousand dollars, it's paypal.me slash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This next one. A uh, bit of a follow-up to a uh, reoccurring story that we always seem to come across. You bet your ass it's a reoccurring story. <laughs> THQ Nordic acquires Bugbear Entertainment. Uh, they made Flat Out, Ridge Racer, Unbounded, and Wreckfest. And Coffee Stain, which makes Goat Simulator. Uh, Expedition Series, which is... And, and Expedition Series, which was owned by Logic Artists. They're Still just, buying stuff. Just like, where are they getting the money for this? There was another report or something that they have an unannounced 53 games coming. My God. Like, based on everybody they own or whatever. 
that they have a, like unannounced 53, I think 30, 23 of them or 30 of them or something set for like within the next within the next year to through 2019 or something. I don't know. It's some crazy number. And you're like, whatever. You guys maybe understand better business better than I do because they also there was some report that came out that they turned a 1400% profit or something like that. Like profit margin. And I was like, doing what? Are they a publicly traded company? I have no idea. We can we can mark that one on the whiteboard. I wonder THQ, if like question mark. I wonder like those profits if they're like factoring in like outside investments somehow. Or it was net growth. I don't know. It was some yeah some number. I was like, geez. Anyway, number eleven loot boxes seem to be the gift that keeps on giving. No, they're not. If you understand how <laughs> loot boxes work, you literally give them money for a piece of shit gift. It's like getting coal in your stocking. This past week, it was announced that Ubisoft's Trials Rising would feature gear crates, which obviously led to some polarizing reactions from fans. Steam community thread on the development drew the attention of Ubisoft employees, which led to a few non-PR statements, which, as we all know, are the best statements. They are the best statements. Here's some of the, some of the quotes. Uh, quote, yes, it means that some players end up spending more on our games than others, and that does result in increased profits for us. It also helps us to put more money into new titles and to understand what players look for in their games. If players simply didn't buy these crates, they would not be added into games in the future. All in all, loot crates, cosmetic items in general, have been a huge boon for the gaming industry, being a driving factor in the increased popularity of gaming over the past decade or so. They aren't a bad thing if done right. I agree. They're not a bad thing if done right. The problem is none of you fucks can figure out how to do them right. That quote was from one Ubisoft developer, and that is the continuous quote. I cut out a little before. I cut out a little bit after, obviously, because I don't want to sit here and talk about it for like quoting this guy for 10 minutes. Hey, I did it already once earlier. But um, <laughs> I kind of skimmed through. Like, I didn't look at what other what the people were saying i just looked at a couple of the what the ubisoft employees said uh-huh. it was interesting definitely non-pr but not necessarily like hostile in any way yeah just it's like, like no he's hey, right. this is so, the deal and literally he's correct and the problem is that it's not that people don't buy them like the problem is that people will always spend money on them yeah and to be clear trials what the fuck is it called rising, rising. all the the gear crates are cosmetic yeah which is the correct way to do it yeah anyway I'll take the next one. Yes, master. The Game Awards 2018 nominees are out. And, uh, well, here we go. I am going to read these in the order they show up. I was going to do it in a different order, but I'm not going to now. Game of the Year nominees are Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Your thoughts. Uh, or your vote, I should say. My vote's... Yeah. See, oh, no. I haven't, I've only played, like... See, I've seen enough of Spider-Man and Monster Hunter to, I think, you know, consider them either way. I've definitely... I've, I've we've, we've both played... Well, you played Spider-Man, but we both played God of War and Red Dead. Yep. I have no idea what Celeste is. We'll have to look into that. I, I know what it is. It's a platformer. Okay. Um, have I Creed. I mean, I would just assume it's going to be Red Dead. Um, uh, I probably would have voted. My vote will probably be God of War. With Red Dead being number two. 
I think if I if I had to choose one, it would be God of War. I think what's going to win is going to be Red Dead. Okay. So gamers two vote goes to God of War. We don't get to vote on these as a group. I wish I should. We should reach out to Keely and be like, "Hey, we'll be somebody on your <laughs> can voting. We panel. be in the industry. Yeah, can we be in the panel? industry voting panel? What's the worst that he says? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best ongoing game, Destiny two, <laughs> Fortnite. No Man's Sky. That's probably the only award it's ever going to win. Overwatch and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. What do you think? For best ongoing. Uh, my vote is Fortnite. Really? Uh, followed by Overwatch. I would. I was going to put them in reverse order. Okay. Overwatch, then Fortnite. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, Siege probably is very deserving to be on Siege. Siege is my number three list. Isn't my number three on that? No Man's then, Sky actually probably they've made huge strides lately. It's literally a toss up between the two of them for four and five. Yeah, if, I, Destiny, if I'm ranking them, Destiny is dead last in my yeah. mind. Best game direction: A Way Out, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Marvel's Spider Man, or Red Dead Redemption Two. Shit. I would give that to... I've played four of that list. I'd, I'd give it to Detroit. And I, w- I would probably give it... I would be tempted to give it to Red Dead, but I'd probably give it to Spider-Man. Okay. I I, I mean, God of War, though, is so... Mm. See, God of War could win any award, and I'd be like, mm. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, best game direction. Again, I say I give God of War the game of the year and not best game direction. Mm. You know what I mean? There's like that, There's also that weird line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I to me to me I give it to Detroit because like I'm always like I'm my mind is blown by like the different directions that story can take and still right. be cohesive. Mine uh, best game direction. It, I'm I'm gonna stick probably with Spider Man followed by God of War followed by uh for me become humans last one because I didn't play it. So for me, it's going to go Spider-Man, God of War, Red Dead, A Way Out. Best, I mean, if we actually had to do the industry one, it means we have to fight each other because we can only put one vote in. I don't know. I don't think that'd be as hard I, as... I, I, well, it's only two of us. It's not like yeah. it's IGN who has got to fight 300 people in a room and they're all got clubs and pitchforks. <laughs> I Honestly, I wish that was how we had to do this. Yeah. Where I just broke a stick in half with one pointy end I and bet. said, winter leaves. <laughs> I bet though, like those conversations are probably some of some of their like f- most enjoyable. Oh, I would because yeah, like you're arguing the, for a game you're passionate about, yeah. and other people are passionate about other games. Like yeah. that's got to be like some a really the, fun uh, thing to do. Some of the stories I've heard coming out of those rooms, I would love to just like. All right, we're getting this done. We have one week to do it. We have eight hours in this room, and if we're not done, we're locking ourselves in tomorrow too. And everybody just comes in, and they're like. Listen, I played the shit out of this game. There's no reason this, 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 that. And you're just bullet pointing, doing presentations of like, yeah, but this and oh, it would be, it'd be a ton of fun. Anyway, best narrative, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, Marvel's Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. I'd be tempted to say Red Dead and then God of War again because... That's what I'm saying. I don't know which order to put them in now. I think I'm going to give it to Red Dead here because I want to give Red Dead an award and I they might get the second one too. I'm not sure. But yeah, I I don't know. It's Red Dead got a war for me. After that, it's kind of a toss-up. 
That's a hard one, honestly. I don't know if I could choose. Uh, yeah, it'd be hard. It's gonna, I'm going to be interested. I wish we... I almost wish you'd finish Red Dead before we did this list. Well, we technically I will finish Red Dead before we do the actual game prediction list. Yeah. And yeah. before Game Awards comes out. Best art direction. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, or The Return of Obra Jin. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to just say I don't even know because I haven't played the majority I'm, of those games. I'm sure Assassin's Creed looks as good as Origins did, maybe a little prettier. Uh, God of War looks stunning, and Red Dead's like landscapes, though, are holy shit good. That's the issue... That's the issue with God of War and Red Dead is basically you can take a screenshot at any point and it looks fucking like yep. a postcard. Yeah. Wish you were here. Just plastered across the top of it. Yeah. I'll probably either go with yeah, Red Dead or God of War. It, honestly, it seems true for Assassin's Creed too, actually. Oh, oh, yeah. No, it is. But I mean, like Assassin's Creed, I think based on some of the stuff I've seen, it looks pretty much like Origins, but just, you know, prettier as they always usually do. Yeah. Hair better. Best score slash music presented by Spotify. <laughs> presented by Max. Celeste, God of War, Spider-Man, Nino Kuni 2, Octopath Traveler, and Red Dead Redemption 2. When's um when when are these? December, you said? Yeah, they're the probably around that December 7th time. I think we might we might have to make a run at this Celeste game. Since it's showing up so often. Hopefully, it's if it's a short game, that'd be that'd be ideal. Uh, I've heard rumors of people dying five hundred times on a level. I'm not playing that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, sh- I'll show you what it is afterwards. Um, yeah, best score music. I know God of War has some really good music. Spider-Man has some great music. I don't know about Nino Kuni 2 or Octopath or Celeste. I'm, I'm probably not going to give it to Red Dead. Music's good, but it's not like the not the first thing that's coming to my mind. We'll see. Just saying. You know, see, ah, this is so fucked up that you haven't played I the know. first game. Because the oh yeah, because I didn't finish the first. Yeah, it's music heavy towards the end. Both games are. Red Dead oh, and okay. Red Dead 2. Okay. Um, I don't know. I can't recall the music in God of War. I just have a thing. Like, it's the same reason I love, like, WoW's music. It's just it's like it's all it's, that, like... It's moody, but it's low-key. Moody, key. but low-key and usually, like, tribally or strong. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm just picturing the summiting of the giant world again. I have a sense just of like, what the music ooh, was, arr. but I can't remember any specific... I, we should We should go through the best score and just look up like compilations and just see what they say. Anyway, best audio design presented by Dolby. Get your surround sound from Dolby. Call of duty, black ops Four, Forza horizon Four, God of war, Marvel, Spider-Man or red dead two. I'm probably leaning towards Forza horizon Four. Love the audio. Listening to those cars. The audio is, um, good. It is good. Best performance. Brian Deckard as Connor in Detroit Become Human. Christopher Judge as Boy's father Kratos in God of War. 
Mm. Good luck. Melisani, Melisanthi Mahout. I think I'm close enough. As Cassandra. I think in, you are really good. It <laughs> looks good. As Cassandra in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan. Boy, but Western. Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> how many times does he not say boy? Dutch says son for nine years of the game. God. I'm just trying to son. <laughs> <laughs> There's and Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker in Spider-Man. I probably judge as Kratos. Yeah, that's my thought. I don't. Ha- I like Arthur Morgan, but I we'll talk about it off air a little bit. I have some weird. I don't think it's the actual voice acting. There's just weird ways some of those lines are delivered that I don't get. And Arthur, we'll, we'll talk about it after. Um, this is a hard one, I think, because uh, I'm I'm really glad. Like I'm I'm really glad that Detroit Become Human has shown up a lot on this because right. I feel like that game was fucking spectacular, and I feel like it, it didn't also, get enough of it enough also, credit. Yeah, it also got kind of swept away, and yeah. Made. Um, and Arthur's Red Dead's like a really bizarre game because it's so long and, and like I going to that point I, we were talking about earlier when I said, I feel like they had intended to make the game longer. Um, it's a really long game and like probably like 75% of the story happens in chapter six. So it's like, wow. You're time you're, time to wrap it up. Yeah, you're like, you know, like you're moving along and it's everything seems fine. You're like, oh, this is good, this is good. And all of a sudden you're like, you play for six hours and you're like, what the fuck did I just go through? <laughs> like, so like the performances are like a lot of the performance is packed into the last like chapter. Okay. And and it's just Which like, I'm about to get to. Yeah. It's it's gonna be fun for me to see my reaction yeah see like everything you say and and think about it now compared to like you know maybe next maybe next week or the week after that when you're when you've gotten through it all games for impact now we're not going to have anything to say on any of these but games for impact 1111 memories retold celeste florence life is strange 2 episode 1 the missing J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. Um, I know Florence never played it. I know Celeste never played it. And I obviously know Life is Strange. Never played it. I've never played any of these games, but I really like that this is a category. I don't really know why. I think it's a cool category. And I'm going to give it to Celeste because we haven't given... Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to give it to Celeste because we haven't given Celeste anything else. So Freebie. Pity. A, a pity award. Pity upvote. Updutes. Best independent game. Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, Return of the Obra Dinn, which is spelled differently than I copy. I copy and pasted this, and they spelled it differently twice. Uh, and The Messenger. I am going to vote Into the Breach. Because okay. I played it. Okay. I'm going to abstain. Fire enough. Best mobile game. Donut County. Florence. Fortnite. PUBG Mobile, Reigns, Game of Thrones. Do you have an opinion? I'm gonna give it to Donut County. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna abstain again. 
lack of knowledge. I haven't played Donut County, but it's the it's the one where you just make the big circle and fall things into it. Oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. man. That's mobile. I want to play that. That's best. like the black hole game. That's why I always like think of it as my head. Best VR AR game. Astrobot Rescue Mission. Beat Saber. Firewall Zero Hour. Moss. Tetris Effect. Nate votes Beat Saber. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Beat Saber. Best action game. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Dead Cells. Destiny 2 Forsaken. I like that we have to specify Forsaken. Far Cry 5. Mega Man 11. I'm just going to say Far Cry 5 just because... I, I want to say Far Cry 5 too, followed by Dead Cells, followed by Call of Duty. Okay. If I have to, <laughs> if I have to rank things, I guess. Best action adventure game. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. God of War. Spider-Man. Red Dead 2. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Action adventure. I don't know. I don't necessarily consider Red Dead an action adventure game. I don't know why. And th- like this is where I give it to Spider Man. I think that's fair. I it's weird to me. There's this weird, funny thing that happens in my brain where you look at Red Dead Redemption Two, and you look at Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and if you look at face value, they're actually very similar games. But in my mind, I consider Assassin's Creed an action adventure game, but not Red Dead Redemption. And I don't know why. I think it but might I, be... But I know what you mean. Yeah, I think maybe it's the the pacing kind of. Like, Red Dead is very much a Western, a traditional Western. Whereas Assassin's Creed is like almost... It's like a, a an action adventure movie or something like that. But I feel like... And don't get me wrong. There's action in Red Dead and it's good action when it happens. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe the act, the action in Assassin's Creed are usually better. Yeah, it's, it's more it's, it's more, more lively. It's, and you're, it, uh, it definitely plays to the action. Yeah, more it's than more action-y than it is. So, I mean, I, I'm probably giving it to, to Spider-Man there. But we will have our... Remember, these are the Game Awards list. This isn't our... Yeah, our awards at the end of the year, which we this really... is good because now I can I can uh, solidify what needs to get finished before December. Yeah, before our December twenty eighth, <laughs> December twenty eighth deadline or 29th deadline, whatever. Oh it is. yeah, we got we got a good month. Yeah, you got time because we we do ours right at the end of the ass crack of the year. Best, how <laughs> <laughs> to think about that? Best role playing game. Dragon Quest Eleven, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Monster Hunter World, Inokuni Two, Revenant Kingdom, Octopath Traveler, or Pillars of Eternity Two, Deadfire. I'm gonna give it to Monster Hunter. Okay, I don't know. I I guess I don't know. That's cool. I don't know. I mean, literally, I could toss it up to any of them. Inokuni Two would be cool as well. Do you think Ubisoft's offended that Assassin's Creed didn't make it into the RPG 
Do you category. consider Red Dead an RPG too? Because that's the other thing. That was what I was thinking. I mean, Red Dead, I can understand why it wouldn't be considered an, an RPG. Because there's not much... Like, you're, you're not taking a shell, I guess. Yeah. Which the other ones you are here. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Assassin's Creed, though. You're not really taking a shell. You're playing... True. You know? But there's choices in, in Assassin's Creed. And Red too. Dead. Kind of, yeah. It's like... Red Dead's like... You can either do it or you can't do it type thing, I feel yeah. like. Which I wonder if Assassin's Creed's the same way. I don't know. Also, I'm pretty sure none of us have said no to doing something in Red Dead. So, it's chaos. Chaos. Please. Best fighting game. Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Dragon Ball Fighters. Soul Calibur Six Or Street Fighter Five Arcade. I'm going to go Soul Calibur Six. I'm giving it to Dragon Ball. That fighting game looks awesome. Yeah, but Soul Calibur's got the crazy character creator that everyone's going ham sandwich about. I'm still standing with what I said. Because Soul Calibur well, said they were going to start banning people for phallic. You're entitled to your opinion, but you're wrong, and I hate you. What's new? <laughs> Best family game. Mario Tennis Aces. Nintendo Labo. Overcooked 2. Labo. <laughs> Is that a game? Overcooked 2, Starlink Battle for Atlas. Oh, my God. And Super <laughs> Mario Party. Mario Party. I'm going to give it to... Mario Party. I really want to give Overcooked 2 an award, though. Mario Party. Mario Party, Overcooked 2, then Labo. I don't know, man. Then Aces, then Battle for Atlas. <laughs> Why is Starlink in this? Anyway. That poor game. Best strategy game. Battletech. Bet your ass it's Max. Frostpunk. Into the Breach. The Banner Saga 3. Or Valkyria Chronicles 4. So what is Into the Breach? I'll show you after. It's a... Like tile-based strategy game. You have three units. Okay. And you're trying to... Just... I don't know what Battletech is. I'm going to give it to Frostpunk. I wonder if Battletech is the same franchise as like the old Battletech anime. I'll have to look that it, up. I mean, it looks like Max from Battlefield nineteen or Battlefield twenty forty two. That that makes yeah. I don't know. Let's look into it. Best sports racing game: Forza Horizon Four. Moving on. Yeah, you can honestly keep going if you want. <laughs> Forza Horizon Four, FIFA nineteen, Mario Tennis Aces, NBA two K nineteen, or Pro Evolution Soccer twenty nineteen. And we're going with Forza. Best multiplayer game: Call of Duty Black Ops Four, Destiny Two Forsaken, Fortnite, Monster Hunter World, Sea of Thieves. Fortnite. Fortnite. Best student game. Haven't played any of these, but here we go. Combat twenty eighteen. From Inland Norway, University of Applied Sciences, Norway. Dash Quasar, UC Santa Cruz. Jira, Digipen Bilbao in Spain. Lif from iStart Digital in France. And Re, colon, Charge from MIT. Uh, let's go Santa Cruz. Okay, cool. Uh, best debut indie game, Donut County, Florence, Moss, The Messenger, or Yoku's Island Express. Abstain. I'm going to give it to Florence. I snub Jen everything else. <laughs> best 
All right, here we go. Esports awards time. Best esports game. CSGO. Dota 2. Fortnite. League of Legends. Overwatch. I'm going to say yeah, Overwatch. Best esports player presented by Omen HP. Dominique Sonic Fox McLean. Hajime Tokito Tanaguchi. Oh, he doesn't have a nickname. Oh, wait, he does. He yeah, doesn't Tokito. have a team. No. Was he a, a league player then? No, no, no. he's uh Do we know? He might just be a free agent currently. Oh. Because Echo Fox, the Sonic Fox is a is a fighter. Maybe he's like no, never mind. Jian Uzi Zihao from Royal Never Give Up. Alexander Simple Kostilev Kostilev Russian Ukrainian Natas Vincere and Sunghyung Jonik Bang from the New York Excelsior. Dude, can they come up with simpler nicknames, please? I'm giving it to uh, Uzi. All right, whoever that is, cool. He's a League of Legends guy. He's basically, his story is he's an 80 carry for uh, Royal Never Give Up, who basically, his his joke is he finishes second a lot at Worlds, but he basically goes, I am this team. He puts four people around him that are just there to help him. Mm -hmm. He's like, I will take us all the way there, which usually just ends up backfiring because it's all on him at that point. But yeah. That's how good he is. Best esports team, Astralis in CSGO, Cloud9 in League of Legends, Fnatic in League of Legends, the London Spitfire in the Overwatch League, and OG from Dota 2. I love how Overwatch's uh, team names are just like cringy, uh, obvious. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're all like too on point. And it's kind of awkward. <laughs> uh, best esports team. I'm going to give it to either. I don't know. Astralis is tempting, but I like the Cloud Nine angle because they managed to get to semis and worlds for North America, and that just doesn't happen. So, Cloud Nine. Best esports coach. Bach Reaper Hang Hangju for a Cloud Nine. Ah, oh, fuck these people's names. All right. Paracel for OG Zonic for Astralis. Dylan Falco for Fnatic. <laughs> the one like he's got is he American? I'm assuming. I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> Jacob Yamato Cannon Bebdi for Team Vitality, and Yanko Ynk whatever for Miber. Uh, Reaper, you win. Best esports event. E-League Major, Boston 2018. That was, the, I believe, the hype one where Cloud9 CSGO team won it. And they just don't. So everybody was freaking out during that. Evo 2018, League of Legends World Championships, the Overwatch League Grand Finals, or the International 2018. I'm voting the International 2018 or Boston. Best Esports Host, Golden Boy, Machine, Anders Bloom, Shocks, or Red Eye. Shocks is cute. Red Eye's pretty good. Golden Boy's pretty good. I don't know the other two. This one's a weird one. Best esports moment. How do you quantify that? I know what my answer is, but is it on the list? Yeah, I it's well, it's on the list only because it's on the list. 
if, if you would ask me like right now, what's your best esports moment? I couldn't tell you. Ah, uh, okay. Um, best esports win moment: the C9 comeback win in triple overtime versus Phase in the E League, which was yours, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, that was, but that's not the Cloud Nine that, uh, you think it is. It's the Cloud Nine from the Boston event, the <sighs> CS:GO one, not their league team. This is so confusing. It was hype, dude. I was watching it and I'm just like, Arr! KT versus IG base race in League of Legends Worlds or G2 beating RNG in League of Legends Worlds. OG's massive upset of LGD in the Dota 2 World Finals. Sorry, Dota 2 Finals. Uh, Sonic Fox side switch against G- Go 1, Geo 1, Geo 1 in uh, Dragon Ball Z. I saw that one. <laughs> I know I, one. For that one, I am I'm voting the C9 comeback win because that was boss. And content creator of the year, which apparently they changed from trending gamer. Trending trending was that what trending it was? gamer? Trending gamer. Content creator of the year. Your nominees are Dr. Lupo, Myth, Ninja, Pokimane, and Willy Rex. Well, we all know who's gonna win that. Probably Pokey. You think? Pokey's got weird call th- I mean, obviously Ninja's your immediate thought. Yeah. It's probably Ninja, Pokey, Myth, Lupo, Willy. But there's a solid chance Pokey gives it a run. I don't know what the fuck that is. I'll show you. I probably don't want you to. Is it a chick? Yeah. Oh, come on. Like, <laughs> do pe- I don't want to sound sexist. But or here we go. Whatever here. <laughs> But I haven't seen a good content creator like Twitch. I don't want to say content creator. So you're about to say you haven't. I don't want to say good... content creator. They this this title for this thing is disingenuous because content creator is not what these people are. They're tw- they're fucking streamers. Yeah, yeah. But if you're gonna say content creator, that should include like YouTube and yeah. yeah. Anyways, I haven't seen a a good female ch- Twitch streamer. Who doesn't rely on sexualizing their body in some regard? Oh boy, I might have a list for you, buddy. We'll take a look. We'll take a look. I'm not saying you're wrong. A popular one. I'm just one. saying a I'll get a popular gi- one. Define popular. I'm saying like what's your like if we said like an average view count, you'd find them on a list. <laughs> a list of what? Female like this. streamers. If we said like an average view count of a thousand or more. No, be because then popular? you're running into the same issue. Like I'm saying, a a a quality like a list no, where they're judging. That's, that's what I'm asking you is when you say a popular one. Obviously, mm-hmm. they've only pulled five people. Doc's not in there. Shroud's not in there. They're yeah. pulling other people. Yeah, Soda's not in there. Summit's not in there. A lot of people that aren't in that list that are more popular probably than some of those guys. That's true. So what are we deeming if I go to try to pull up a couple female streamers? Find me a streamer who's not sexualizing their body, a female streamer, who is also I don't even know what to do for popular. I'd have to go through and see what the averages are on like all the Twitch streamers, which I'm not willing to put in that much work. On every Twitch streamer? Because I will say I think dudes What's the below what? that out of proportion? Like obviously What's the what's the affiliate cutoff? Do we know for Twitch? Super low, super uh, low. You okay. don't want to do by affiliate. You can go by partner. 
That's usually better. Partner, but for but... like an idea of like we would say Ray is a popular streamer, right? Yeah. He's somewhere usually between fifteen hundred to three thousand, depending on like what the game is. For views. Like Pokemon when he was playing this weekend was three thousand. Other times when he's going on during the week, it's probably closer to like fifteen hundred. I don't know. I don't have a good, All right, we'll take, I don't we'll have take a good metrics look. for you because we'll take it will require more work than I'm going to put in. Okay, we'll take a look. I'll I got one example immediately in my head. It will go from there. All right. Are you are you arguing that this is not a a thing? No, 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 no. No, okay. not at all. I I know it's a thing. I'm just saying that when you haven't seen any, I'm going to at least give you one to say that you can't say that anymore. Then you can say I've only seen one. <laughs> and we'll go from we'll work our way back from there. Uh, you're doing that like shitty arguing tech. Yes, I am. Where I'm you're doing... like, I'm going to take exactly what you, you say said. and argue against it because I know you said that as an exaggerated point. So I'm not going to play on your level. I'm going to make you play on my level and make you look like an asshole. Don't you realize this is how I win all the time? Well, because I just I'm, broke it I, down because for I'm you. A dick. <laughs> because not only am I going to do that, I'm also then going to go to a, a couple more levels and we'll worry about that from there. But I'm going to not do that on the rest of the recording of this because I will fight that with you off air. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just, you know what irritates me about it is no one's willing to point it out. No, because here's the problem. Everybody, and we will, it's the whole, if this ever got out, like I say, got out more than the six people that are listening. <laughs> it's it would come back to bite us in the part where yeah because it's not because politically any, correct because That's anybody that says that you're objectifying the body yada yada yeah. yada they're like no we're not we're just wearing whatever we want yeah bitch I can pull up examples of people that are seventy five percent their webcam twenty five percent the game yeah which one are you doing I I I don't have a problem with it I just kind of wish you would I admit miss, it I miss the days when Twitch was wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like Justin TV days. Uh, I I only wish people would just admit it. That's the part that kills me because it's like I have no problem because I know people will pay you stupid amounts of money if you just show cleavage. Yeah, but I just want you to admit it. That's all. It's just uh, acknowledge, not even admit it. Just acknowledge it. We're off the rails. We're too far gone. That being said, game awards, (laughs) game awards were a thing. Uh, Humble bundles give you. Metal Gear Solid and City Skyline still, and I don't have anything else really other than we're ranting and we're going to be reaching two hours if we keep doing that. So we'll see you guys in hopefully five days when we record again, and hopefully Nate will have Red Dead done so Matt can yeah. stop. And also leave himself. us death threat comments about how uh, you know objectifying women Please is terrible. Specifically, leave death threat comments either on the subreddit. Don't do it on there. Go to find the link. I'll put it on the subreddit and stick it at the top. Go to the link for feedback and threaten my life and threaten Matt's life. Specifically. Specifically. (laughs) Specifically, Matt. About objectifying women. That being said, I love you all. Content creator women, though. Content, yeah, yeah. Twitch ones. Not not just any women. We Come on, we're classy. (laughs) We're a little bit more classy. (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.